Hi, and welcome to this week's Mortgage Broker Broadcast. This week's podcast is looking at networks. And the reason why I wanted to pick that up is I'm seeing on quite a few of the mortgage broker forums, mortgage broker communities on social media, asking the questions about which mortgage network's best, which one's the worst, and getting the opinions on that and seeing the opinions on that forum. So I just really wanted to pick that up on this week's podcast because you've already made a big decision when you're looking to set up your own brand and your own business. That's a big enough decision as it's as it on its own right. And so now you need to find the right home for your brand and find the right home for your business. So this is not a podcast on my opinion. It's not about who is a good or the bad or the ugly in terms of networks. It's not going to talk about the benefits of being DA or the benefits of being part of a network. I'm not looking at that whatsoever. I just want to look at and talk about three things to consider when you are looking at a network. And so let's just get onto the podcast. You're listening to the Mortgage Broker Broadcast with me, Craig Skelton, the podcast which helps mortgage brokers at all stages of their mortgage broking career. Hi, and welcome to this week's Mortgage Broker Broadcast. As I said, I just want to be clear, first of all, this podcast is about networks within the mortgage broker space, but I just wanted to be clear that this is not a podcast that's going to give you my opinion on which is good, which is not so good, which is ugly. It's not going to talk about the benefits of DA or network. We're just looking at networks as a whole. Where sort of the, there are no paid sponsorship on the podcast to hit promote or not promote a certain network or anything like that. It's just very much a open forum, open space, just looking at networks as a whole. Because like I say, when you are looking at networks, when you're choosing a network, it has to be what's right for you. That's the important thing. So yes, you can, it's like a big decision that you've already made to go self-employed. You might be going self-employed for the first time and going straight into set up your own firm and your own brand. Or you might be looking to move from an existing firm that you're with and then look as a self-employed broker and looking to change that and set up your own firm. So they are big decisions that you've already made, that you've already sort of taken consideration consideration about that you now that's now going to happen. So these are exciting times. You're going to be setting up your own firm. These are exciting times, but they're also daunting times as well with that and you need to understand that and appreciate that and every single mortgage broker who has set up their own brand and business will go through those same feelings they will have the excitement they will be have the nervousness and the scared and the, the fear and the imposter syndrome and everything else and because there are decisions to be made and it's important decisions so you made the big one at the start to go self-employed to set up your own firm now it's about finding the right home because you've already you know what the name is. You've already made that decision. You know what the logo is. You've made that decision, your website and all those things. They're big decisions. However, the next big decision that you need to make is your home for that new firm. And so it's important to do your research. It's important to compare networks with other networks, see who's offering what's right for you. But So it's, it is important to compare and sort of but do your own research because it's about what is right for you. It's not about what's right for anybody else. So if you, which I've seen recently, going onto social media groups and forums and you're asking 100, maybe 1,000 mortgage brokers their opinion on which network is right for, 
for them or getting uh, which one is right for you, you're going to get a hundred, you're going to get a thousand contract contradicting answers back which is just going to create more confusion in your head so if you're asking that question already on social media you've already got a bit of you've not got clarity in your head already so asking that to a group of hundred a thousand mortgage brokers it's going to create more confusion for you it's like going on to some football forum which has got a representative from every football team in the whole of the UK and asking them which football team you should support, you're going to get an opinion from every single one. You're going to get different opinions, which is just going to confuse you even more. And I'm just using football as an analogy there. You can think about it. There's 101 different analogies you can use from that. But like I say, I think what is what you've got to look at is what is right or wrong for them will not necessarily be right or wrong for you so you've got to think about what network suits your values it's like think about why you're setting the firm up in the first place when you're doing your research so one of the reasons why you could be setting up your own firm going self-employed is to get away from the micromanagement and get away from those league tables so Think about that from a point of view is what does that look like from a network point of view? Do they have micromanagement? Do they have league tables? Because there are some networks that do have those sorts of things. So again, it's just important to, to know that the, the reason why you've gone and you, the reason why you're looking to set up your firm in the first place is to get away from those sort of things. Think about do they put you in control? Normally, this is one of the reasons why people set up their own firm and go self-employed to have control. So make sure that from a network point of view, you you still have control of what you're trying to achieve. And I think I'll come on to the three points in a second. These are just added things that I thought about right now in terms of with regards to choosing a network. Are they financially stable is something else as well, just to add into the mix. And do they enhance your service? So think about that from your point of view service is important do they enhance that your service or do they hinder your service and think also as well look at the compliance side of things and understand that in a little bit more detail then one of the things to consider is look at your business your business plans and your growth what does your proposition look like so not only think about today but also think about the future as well so what i mean by what does your proposition look like what do you want to offer what do you want to be able to advise on as a mortgage broker, I was talking to a mortgage broker recently who commercial mortgages was something that I really felt passionate about, but it's not something that he'd done the research on with regards to the network that he chose. And it's not something that they offered. He couldn't offer, he couldn't advise on commercial. So then quite quickly, he was having to look to move networks because commercial was not part of their proposition so again it's just something to throw into the mix to look at that so commercial think about full financial advice as well is that something you want to offer in the future then think about that from a network point of view because it's about getting it right from the start let's say full financial advice commercial second charges do you want to offer that is that something that the network offers equity release Again, that's a growing market, and I can see that growing as part of the mortgage broker proposition. Is that something that they offer now, or is it something that they're going to offer in the future? And I think it's important to to look at this, because if it's something they offer now, then clearly they believe in it, and it's something that they want to grow as a network as well as, as their business. However, if it's something that they say they're going to look at in the future, 
just a bit of word of caution with that because they may talk about that now and so say, yeah, we're going to look at that. And that could be, again, talking about the, the topic on the podcast several weeks ago about over-promising, under-delivering. That could happen to you if it's something they sort of say that's going to happen in the future and it's something that the timelines aren't aligned with what you want to achieve and what the network want to achieve. So you've got to be mindful that when you're looking at a network, you will have to... I'm not saying all of the time, but generally mortgage broker have to compromise somewhere when they're looking at the network, when looking at which network to use. So just think about that, that again, like I said, think about what you want to offer now in terms of your proposition and in the future, but just overall thinking about are you prepared to compromise and what are you prepared to compromise on? So the three things I would look at when you are doing research out there looking for a new network or your first network, three things I would look at, cost, fees, and splits, that sort of thing is one thing. It's not the most important thing, and I'll explain why in a second, but it's one thing certainly that you need to look at. Second one is the support, and lastly is social media as well. So, And again, that that is down to which we'll come on to. So the first one is thing to look at is cost, fees and splits as well so when you're looking at costs how does that change does that is that fixed are you getting a a a rate now and it's going to change in the future so something about from that point of view with regards to your cost fees that sort of thing is just be mindful that what the fees are now has that changed recently does that change within the network what does that change look like and one thing that people get hung up on so much, which does make me smile. And I get why that is the case. It's about the the um, split fees. So what does the network take before then they pay you out? And people get very hung up on splits and those fees, but they don't do the research in terms of the proc fees. So what does the lender list look like? And what does the proc fee look like as well? Because it's okay negotiating hard on the fees but then be aware of what the prog fee looks like anyway and so that's just something to consider so when you're looking at your splits what the network take in terms of uh, percentage wise have a look at the prog fees as well and make sure you do your research on that and compare those because the prog fees and what the prog fees paid out by the lender to the network do differ from network to network. So make sure you look at that. And also as well, your protection rates is important. So look at your enhancements for protection, making sure that you compare those as well from network to network and look at that with that. Is that in line with a certain level of business? Does that change if you're not doing that certain level of business? Just be aware of that as well. So don't just hang, get hung up on the splits and what the, the network take before they pay you out look at prop fees, protection rates, and things like that as well. So that's the first thing, looking at cost fees and splits on that. The second point I would look at is, and be aware of, is what support do they offer? So it's not only, and what I mean by that is, there's there's various aspects to look at. So what support do they offer in terms of you being a broker and being a sole trader and building um, your knowledge and your skills from a mortgage broker for point of view because you could be self-employed and fairly new at being a mortgage broker. I've seen that happen. So what does support look like from in terms of helping you develop be a mortgage broker, processes and that sort of thing, sales skills, protections, conversions, all those sorts of things. 
But one thing that um, I sort of see a bit of a shortfall on is just being a business owner. You go self-employed, you go with a network, you tend to be, you could be a sole trader. What does the support help look like from a business owner point of view, just about running a business, developing a business, growing a business? How, if you want to recruit, how does that look? What support and help do they offer you to develop your skills as a business owner? I think that's something as well to be mindful of when you're, and just to put into the mix when you're thinking about what network to choose as well. So really dig deep in terms of what support they offer. And the last one, and a real big one, if you are concentrating and looking to create your own brand and business is social media. So like I say, this is a big one, and, and I'm seeing quite varied feedback, quite varied takes from network to network right now with regards to social media. Obviously, social media is one of the things that is governed by the FCA and it is guidelines, but it's down to the individual network's take on what those guidelines are. And like I say, in it, so if you're not looking to create your own brand, that's not important. You're not going to be doing social media. Don't worry about it, but I still would because it might be something that you need in the future. So, but it might be one of the least important ones, but I would certainly understand what their take on social media is because, like I say, I'm seeing extremes of where everything has to be approved by the network, podcast, videos, shorts, everything has to be approved by the network, even if it hasn't got a call to action on it. And so that's quite extreme in terms of their governance with regards to social media. And that's their take on it. That's their um, interpretation of the FCA guidelines. Um, so just be mindful of that because it's something to consider when, and, and so particularly if you are looking to build your own brand and, and and getting things out in a timely manner, can you just get a shot out there with no call to action? So my take on it is, and my understanding is, if there is no call to action on there, then there is no need for that to be approved. So if you're just educating, talking generically, there is no call to action so that you're not telling people to contact you or contact an advisor, or you're not talking about rates, then you should be fine. But that's not everybody's take on it, and that's certainly not some of the network's take on it as well. So again, do your research with regards to that. And then, the, and then around social media as well, think about are they there to promote their brand or promote your brand? Because I'm seeing some networks as well that they're very keen to promote their own brand within your social media space. So just be mindful of that as well, of what does that look like from an approval point of view. And if you are wanting to post, think about are they focused on you and your brand or are they more bothered about them and their brand? So it's just something else to consider as well. So me i covered a lot of things at the beginning but the three things that i would say need to consider when you're looking at a network like i say it's a big decision you've got to get it right first time you are newly self-employed or you're newly owning a business and so it's important to get the right network right at the beginning so you're setting up on solid foundations so the three things for me looking at your cost fee splits but more importantly prop fees and what that looks like need to look at what support they offer, not only as a mortgage broker, but as a business owner. And lastly, it's social media as well, making sure that they're there to help you promote your brand and not their own. And like I say, and the main thing is it has to be right for you. So takeaway for me from this is do your research, compare, trust who you go to. It's okay to get opinions, 
but you will know which network is right for you and which which is aligned with your values. And so that's the takeaway from this week, this week's podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Any thoughts, feedbacks, or comments, put them in the chat on this week's episode. And I really do welcome your comments or thoughts or feedback on this. Whatever platform you're watching on or listening to, then please add your comments. If you're thinking about becoming a self-employed mortgage broker or you're looking to set up your own brand and business, or you're looking to accelerate your existing mortgage broker business, then please get in touch so we can discuss how it can help you and support you achieve your goals. And the most important thing, as always, don't forget to run your own race. Thank you for listening to the Mortgage Broker Broadcast, the podcast which helps mortgage brokers at all stages of their mortgage broking career. If you have any questions about this podcast or any topics you want to discuss, or if you're interested in working with me further, then please get in touch.